Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Widener Show, powered by SoundWeb Studios. Visit online at soundwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. SoundWeb Studios is the answer. SoundWeb Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at soundwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show. Get 10, 20% off your first project. SoundWeb Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout out to our official sponsor, the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molsonzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molsonzia, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is an illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molsonzia has garnered great reviews and Eve Levin and George by Howard Celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manalis. So grab your copy today of Girls Missing by Mia Molsonzia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com and over 30 podcast platforms, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music, and more. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies, and more. Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Mosenzia. For great books like Missing, Once and Wrinkles, also cool merchandise, T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash Mia Mosenzia. Check it out today. Also support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM. PayPal, themikewidenershow.com with your donation. Also, you can also buy me a copy at buymeacoffee.com at the Mike Widener Show. Make sure you do so today. We're here with a terrific group uh, based out of Minnesota, and they're a paranormal group. They're spirit hunters, and it's a small group uh, of paranormal uh, investigators who travel the country in search of paranormal activity and helping spirits accomplish their mission and put minds to ease since 2020. They're in a business to... um. We'll talk about that. They're streaming on uh, Minnesota Spirit Fest and also the uh, Parapost uh, Network, the Minnesota Spirit Cast. They've uh, been seen on the Don Vick Show and uh, many others. And you can also get more information. They can share stories and um, how they got started and everything. And live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Plus Studio somewhere in Minnesota, we've got a big group here. We've got Gabrielle Lesko, Brian Troiber, and Car Troiber, Marcus Well, and Rochelle Walters. Um, they just call themselves the Minnesota Spirit Hunters. Guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Thank hello. you. Hello, hello, hello. We're glad to have you guys on. This is probably the biggest meeting I've had so far on the Mike Ryder show. <laughs> and, um, and, and I guess some other spirits are probably coming in too. So if any spirits are out there, feel free to join in. So you guys are a small group of paranormal investigators uh, who travel around the country in search of paranormal activity and helping spirits accomplish their mission and put mind to ease since 2020. You're, you're streaming on the Minnesota Spiritcast and also the Parapost uh, Network, and you have been seen on the Don Fix show and quite others. You guys are scattered around Minnesota, but you guys uh, meet on a regular basis, and um, you guys do some investigations and uh, come together as a group, and uh, you guys all bring something to the table. We have Rochelle, Gabriella, Brandon, Kara, and Marcus all together. And uh, before we, um, you know, get, you know, talk about the Minnesota Spirit Hunters, um, guys, tell us how you guys first got started. Awesome. Well, as founder of Minnesota Spirit Hunters, um, it's actually 
not very complicated. I owned two paranormal companies before Minnesota Spirit Hunters. And back in 2020, I, um, you know, was doing a YouTube channel and I was, I had a lot of interest in supernatural, paranormal, all of that. Um, so we got together with a group of friends, nobody here, um, when I first got started, but I got together with a group of friends and, uh, we decided to take it to a more realistic basis and kind of uh, a little more reality. And, you know, we, we put the team together and, you know, after we put the team together, we started getting calls and uh, bigger high profile haunted places, which was super cool. And actually Gabriella was with me from almost the beginning. So she knows how much the team has escalated within these past two years. Mm-hmm. And guys, feel free to join in as well, too. Uh, uh, we've been with the team since... November, I think. Mm, yeah, a little bit before November. Um, I work on mostly the equipment and whatnot. I'm the guy that kind of tries to set everything up for the whole team. So. <laughs> okay. All right. And then, uh, Kyra, you can also uh, join in as well, too. Um... I started out as just an investigator and now I'm assistant manager and I try to help out as much as I can to do everything. <laughs> okay. All right. And then Gabriella, you don't just uh, tell us how you got started. Gabriella. Okay. Uh, we're waiting for you to connect to audio. So we're waiting. Okay. Uh, we're in, um, having some problems. Gabriella, can you hear us now? Gabriella. Okay. All right. I, uh, Somebody uh, message uh, Gabriella as well, too. I think we have her connected. So, okay, we Absolutely. don't. So, yeah, somebody messaged Gabriella that she needs to um, turn on her mic or she may have to join in. And, and Rochelle, in the meantime, um, you know, tell us how you got started uh, with uh, with uh, Paranormal and the Minnesota Spirit Hunters. Uh, so, since I was five, I'm one of the mediums. And I have seen and heard spirits since I was about that age. And a couple years ago, I just, they kind of, at first, they never picked me, and then all of a sudden, okay. Uh, Rochelle, you're breaking up by the way. You might want to pull over into an area where you can actually get some, um, you can get a better reception. You can find an area to pull over in the meantime. While Rochelle is doing that, and uh, Gabrielle is working on some uh, technical uh, issues as well, too. We hope to get the two uh, back on very soon. Marcus, um, tell us about your first uh, paranormal uh, experience. Well, it's uh, kind of funny because we were down in Nashville, Tennessee, and we were staying at a hotel for a little bit. And uh, me and my mom and my brother, who's not a baby anymore, but was a baby at the time, uh, I'd say about eight to 10 years ago, we were going up to the fourth floor mm -hmm. of this motel. And the fourth floor, for some weird reason, was blocked off and nobody was allowed to go up there. We were going up there to do laundry, and that's the only way you could go up there. However, <clears throat> when I was up there, you know, this floor is completely dark. There's no lights. Like, all the rooms are locked and everything. We get up on the fourth floor, and my brother immediately bolts down the hallway, this dark hallway, and starts knocking on random doors. Hmm. And, which was really funny, I'll get, I'll get to that in a second, but... 
I was standing in the laundry room with my mom, and there's this little door that brings you up to the fourth floor with a little glass compartment that you can see through. And I looked over there, and there's this guy who's wearing all orange, looked like a jumpsuit almost, and, you know, there was nobody ever going up there. Um, and, you know, I asked the people down at the front desk, I'm like, did you see this guy, you know, up on the fourth floor wearing like an orange jumpsuit? And they said they saw nobody of the sort. Um, and then I asked them about these rooms. I think it was room number one and room number 14 that my brother was knocking on. Those two rooms previously had somebody shot and killed in there. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. What, what, so, was it like, was it like a crime scene or something from way um, back when? Or? Uh, I believe it was. I don't remember what the name of the motel was. I believe it was like a uh, Holiday Inn or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was really weird because, you know, there were probably 26 rooms on the fourth floor. All of them were blocked off and nobody was up there, but he only knocked on room number one and room number 14, the two rooms that people got murdered in, which is wow. really weird, really weird. What? Really? Yeah. I, I'm sure that ma made the papers and the media or some, and, uh, when did this murder take place? <clears throat> Excuse me. So I was down there in about 2000, I'd say 2008, 2009. Um, previously, that fourth floor had been shut down for two or three years. So I'd say maybe 2005, 2006 is when the murders took place. Wow. Okay. And and then you remember that guy in the orange suit and everything like that? What was this type of spirit like an angel, a demon or alien or what, what type of particular spirit was it? You, you know, um, that's a really good question. When I saw this guy, uh, I caught a glimpse of him because I'm like an eight year old kid standing there with my mom who's not paying attention because she's doing laundry, you know, and I look over and I look through that glass and I see a normal everyday guy just peeking in the window like this, you know, just like any of us would do. Oh, wow. You know, and he just looked plain, like a plain person, and he had no glow around him or anything. He did not look like a spirit, but they said they didn't see anything on their cameras of anybody in an orange jumpsuit. So. Oh, my gosh. That had to be something as well, too. And uh, I was like shaking. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sure it did too. Everything of the orange jumps to think somebody getting out of prison. Oh, yeah. Looks like we got uh, Gabriella tuned in as well too. And uh, Gabrielle, can you hear us? Gabrielle, can you hear us? Looks like she's frozen. Okay. Yeah. looks like uh, we'll probably have to get back to her in just a minute. And uh, we also got uh, Brandon and Cara with us as well too. And tell us about your first uh, paranormal experience. Uh, my, my very first paranormal experience was when I was a kid. Uh, I remember being in my mom and dad's garage and <clears throat> there were a couple of different times, you know, where my dad would send me in there to grab a tool or something like that. And, you know, I'd be standing at his toolbox or, you know, grabbing some out of the freezer or something, you know, that's something that my parents told me to do. And, you know, out of the corner of my eye, I would catch, you know, shadows like moving and, you know, there were times where I would turn around, I would see a shadow across the wall. You know, and I'm talking, you know, like five, six years old. And that was my first experience. Mm -hmm. And then how about you, Kara? Um, 
My first experience was when I was three. We lived on uh, land that used to be uh, the original town of Bradford in Minnesota back in the 1800s. And um, so we had the original, the post office and the mill broken down buildings that used to be the town was in our yard. Um, I had a friend that I couldn't pronounce her name at three years old. I called her Farilla. <laughs> and I used to have full conversations, <laughs> full conversations with her um, and freak out my mom. And she kicked me outside and said, go play, you're freaking me out. Well, as an adult, I went back there and I found out, I did some research and, and um, there was two different cemeteries that people were, people were uh, buried that died there during a pandemic. And uh, I found her grave. Her name was Varela with a V. Mm. Okay. Oh, right. wow. And, 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 and what was that spirit like? Kara, can you, can you, can you, did you, uh, can you hear? What was that spirit like? Describe. Oh, uh, sorry. You're breaking up a little bit. Um, I don't remember what she looks like. I don't remember much about it other than um, I remember having conversations. I remember drawing with sticks in the, in the sand and talking out loud to her. I don't really like recollect what she looked like or anything. Okay. I was three. Okay. And then we'll go to Rochelle as well too. Rochelle, hopefully you can hear us as well too. Tell us about your uh, first paranormal experience. So I was about five and I was sitting at my grandpa and grandma's house and my grandpa had passed on. And my grandma was in making toast and hot chocolate. And I'm just sitting there in front of the heater. And I look over at my grandpa's chair and he just started rocking away. <laughs> so I decided to go help grandma make toast. So, but it was my grandpa. So it was all good. It was just, wasn't ready for it yet. <laughs> how'd you think that, uh, how, how'd you describe that first paranormal? What was that spirit like for you? Or describe the spirit? Oh, it's my grandpa. So he wasn't, you know, it was calm and peaceful. It was just grandpa. Mm hmm. I, I guess my grandpa was like that, too. It's like all grandpas like that peaceful and everything and something unusual. Well, that's your grandpa for you. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and, and Mark and Marcus, I was going to ask you as well, too. What was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing uh, in, in, in your career as a paranormal investigator? Well, um, I've always been curious with this type of stuff. You know, I've always wanted answers. I didn't always know what I was experiencing when I did come across activity. Um, but the one thing that made me want to actually go for it and, you know, kind of take it on a more professional level was, um, you know, I was young, I was dumb and whatever. And so we got together with a group of friends. We were hanging out and we played the Ouija board. Mm. Not a smart idea. Not uh, a smart idea. I, I, I've heard stories about that and made me think of Jumanji with that Ouija board. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> wow. one really weird thing is when we did play the board, This we played the board a lot of times, you know, um, and yeah, we contacted stuff, but this one time is what really set my mind off because... They say when you're in a Ouija board session and the planchette is going in like a figure eight or it's going, you know, going through all the letters and then goes through all the numbers and everything, that's a bad sign. Hmm. Um, so, you know, we were playing the board and it started going through all the letters. It didn't spell out anything. Then it went through the numbers and then it started going from Z to O to Z to O. 
Zozo is a Ouija board demon. And that's what really? it was spelling. Yes. Wow. So, you know, we were at a park and we were playing at this park. And on the way home, we were walking home and one of our best friends was there with us. And mm-hmm. um, she was playing board with us on the way home. She was completely silent. Mm. She t- she talks. I, I don't want to make her mad, but she talks a lot, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing. On the way home, she didn't say one single word. Um, Yeah. And so we get to another park, which is completely on the other side of the town that we're in. And then she sits down on the ground. And this is like 11 o'clock at night. You know, it's late. It's dark. She sits down on the ground and doesn't talk. She doesn't move or anything. Five minutes later, stands up. and She says, you know, where am I? And what, what are we doing here or whatever? You know, I'm like, her name's Nicole. And I'm like, Nicole, you were, <laughs> we were at the park and we were playing the Ouija board. And, you know, after that, haven't touched it again um, because some really bad things have happened with the board. And not all of them are very comfortable to talk about. You know, it's, the board is just bad. I, I don't like it anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and you say Zozo's like the most uh, deadliest of the we. On the Ouija board, what are some of the other uh, characters on the uh, Ouija board that you guys encountered, or more um, common ones? I don't know, Kara, Brandon, Rochelle. I don't know if you guys have encountered anything on the Ouija board. I'm sure you all have played it before. I don't know, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's an interesting question. Let's have them talk about it. But of course, myself, it's I, like, I, I, never, really, I really don't recall my opinion. To be honest with you, <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, guys. I've never really used a Ouija board at all. I won't touch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Rochelle, how about you? Um, I had one that I used in college in my high school years all the way through. And I always kind of protected myself when I used it. But after a while, I could tell when people would go in my room and use it because things would happen. And I'd go up and I'm like, give it to me. You need to put it away and not touch it again. And they'd be like, how do you know? I said, I just know. You need to give it to me now and don't ever touch it again. And then finally, I had a friend take it out and burn it because things were starting to happen. Mm. It, 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 it does sound like it, too. And um, what was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into uh, what you guys are doing as a uh, paranormal or, you know, joining Minnesota Spirit Hunters? Marcus, you gave us a really good one. And uh, what was that one moment for you guys? Uh, what really um, you join, either join Minnesota Spirit Hunters or uh, really get involved in the paranormal? For me, it was, um, I've always liked it and my kids grew up, so I decided I could go back to it and I kind of block my house. I use my house as my free zone as a medium because then spirits can't really bug you. So now I've opened it back up and we get, we've gone to some hotels where I walk out and I said, Marcus, not even funny. You need to tell me when there's this kind of spirit in there, <laughs> but it's been just the last couple of years that I reopened up and started using my power or my, my gift, I guess. Okay. And then Brandon and Kara, what was that one precise moment for you guys that simply influenced you to getting involved with the paranormal and or being with the Minnesota Spirit Hunters? Um, I came to Minnesota Spirit Hunters because I got one of their podcasts online and uh, we had done our own little investigating on the side just, just for fun kind of thing. Okay. And we came across a Mm-hmm. 
Okay. All right. Um, looks like they're okay. It looks like you guys were uh, cutting sure. out in just a minute here, but um, you guys were talking about uh, hotels and everything. Is that the most common you've been going to hotels or do you get a lot of requests to, uh, you know, going to hotels? And I just looks like she's still speaking. Yes. Okay. I think okay, we're having some uh, technical difficulties or, or maybe if, um, children's spirits just, Oh, I feel so sad for them. Um, so I caught one. Of what is going on? Are we froze up? Okay, I think mm -hmm. you guys probably froze as well too. You guys but, um, okay, so so why don't you go? So maybe Brandon and Carve, you guys can just log off and maybe log back in, and we can probably get a clearer sound. We're gonna take a timeout while we clear some technical issues, but first, listen to the Mike Widener Show at the MikeWidenerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit our line at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at SonicWebStudios.com. Mention the Mike Whitener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is an illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson-Zia has garnered great reviews and even loving and endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manales. So grab your copy today for Ghost Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon. Also check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 30 podcast platforms and on Hamilton Radio Network coming soon to other networks as well. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. For great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash me and Molson Zia. For great books and merchandise and more, Amazon.com slash me and Molson Zia. Check it out today. Also support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, themikewidenershow.com. You can also buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com at the Mike Widener Show. Make sure you do so today. We're here with the uh, group of Minnesota Spirit Hunters. Uh, we have uh, Marcus Wall, the leader of the Minnesota Spirit Hunters. We also have um, Rochelle as well, too. And uh, Gabrielle looks like um, we have some te technical issues. She left us for a time being. And um, Brandon and Kara had some technical issues. We're trying to work then get back in. And we're trying to work out some uh, bugs as well, too, Marcus. Um, more about the uh, Minnesota Spirit Hunters. Uh, you guys um, also... Um, travel around the country in search of paranormal activity and uh, helping spirits accomplish the mission puts minds at ease since uh, 2020. Tell us about some of the ventures you've been on and how do you exactly, um, you know, put people's minds at ease, especially when it comes to spirits? Well, um, so we've been to states like, um, of course, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa. Um, have we expanded any more than that yet, Rochelle? Just Wisconsin, just Iowa? Just those three states, I think, right now. Okay, so um, we've went to um, asylums. Uh, we went to museums, um, houses, uh, all, all kinds of different places. And we are expanding the states throughout 2022 that we're going to. Um, putting minds at ease. Our mission is when somebody needs help, of course, they need help for, for a reason. 
um you know there may be a spirit bugging one person whether it's an evil spirit or they're just annoying to this person or whatever it may be our goal is to simply do what we can to fulfill the request of our clients so uh, when we say putting clients' minds at ease, we do not leave an investigation with at least some type of answer. And if we don't have that answer, we are going to pass this case on to somebody else who will be able to help. Mm -hmm. And what are the services you guys offer? We offer public, private, commercial, and um, crossover investigations. When I say crossover, we cross people over into the night. Mm -hmm. uh public would be anywhere from parks lakes um woods school bus you know abandoned places whatever uh private would be houses and you know uh basically places that people own uh that they live in or whatever and then commercial we do like businesses we can do hospitals and uh, retail stores whatever we need to do um, our services are going to be extending quite big. You know, we also do, um, you know, weekly podcasts for people to come on and we allow them to get themselves out, uh, promote themselves and all of that. But um, as far as investigating, you know, we try as hard as we can to fulfill the requests of every single client that we get. Mm -hmm. Now, do you also get involved with uh, the FBI or anything like that or law enforcement? And uh, do they ever come to you or how often does the FBI and law enforcement ask you to get involved with with a certain um, case as well too, like help like, you know, cold cases or solve murder cases that have gone cold for decades or anything like that? No. Um, so that would be very, very, very cool. I would absolutely love that. However, we haven't gotten any of that yet. Um, it's definitely something that I would like to uh, prove that we are able to do something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. But no, not yet. We haven't gotten any of that, but uh, definitely would love to get that within our work eventually, you know. Okay. And looks like Brent, Brandon and, and Cara has uh, joined us as well, too. Looks like they're muted as well, too. So, Marcus, if you can just send a message that they need to turn Absolutely. their mic on as well, too. And um, we're glad to have them back on here on the Mike Wagner Show. Brandon and Cara, um, can you, are you still with us? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear okay. us? Okay. Looks like I think we got better quality as well, too. So, I just want to make sure that um, everybody has heard as well too and no spirits were involved in this one don't worry about it so <laughs> all, right, all right getting back to brandon and Kara as well too before uh, we were having some technical issues uh you know once again tell us about your um your first paranormal experience and and uh also, also some of the other work you guys have done so we can hear you clearly now so go right ahead uh so you want to know about the first encounter we had again correct yes so yours the garage story go ahead um my my first experience was when I was like five or six years old. Um, I would go to the garage to grab like a tool out of my dad's toolbox, or I would go to the freezer that we had in the garage to grab something for my mom, you know, because she was making supper or something like that. And I would see shadows out of the corner of my eye move. Um, and there were other times where I would see like shadows like move across the wall. Um, just strange things like that. That was pretty much my very first experience. Mm -hmm. And then Carol, go ahead. Uh, the same, 
story as before about the three-year-old? Uh, yes, it is. And uh, and we should be able to be clear on this one too, since we have a better connection. Okay. Um, my first experience that I can remember, I was three years old uh, living in a house that was the location um, of the original town of Bradford, Minnesota, since moved after a pandemic, uh, they moved the whole town. Um, okay. I used to have full conversations with a friend and my mom used to get freaked out and kick me outside to go play because she said she could, it was like, if she could hear the other side, it would make perfect sense. Okay. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Um, so I couldn't pronounce the letter V. Um, I used to say F for V. So I called her Farilla. Uh, as an adult, I actually uh, researched and found the two cemeteries that people from that town were buried in, and I found her headstone. She was four when mm. she passed away, and her name was Varilla with a V. Got it. Okay. And we wow. were talking earlier as well, too, about some of the services um, you guys perform and uh, some of the places you've been, and uh, maybe you guys can share some stories um, you know, about some of the paranormal activity you guys done ever since the Minnesota Sparrow Hunters, and maybe some rather unusual or more um, interesting ones especially uh, like with uh, solving cold cases or like with mysteries or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Uh, Brandon, Kara, I'm having trouble hearing you. So uh, let's, oh, let's get, go ahead. Oh, sorry. The camera went to Rochelle. So we thought we, that she was talking. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, I, the, you know, the biggest investigation that we've been on so far with Minnesota spirit hunters was uh, the Boyd house in Boyd, Minnesota. And we had lots of activity there. We had an EMF going off to music. It was literally lighting up at the same time that mu the music was going off. Um, we've had batteries drained on equipment, you know, within minutes. Um, I had my walkie talkie was the button on my walkie talkie was ripped off. And I found it sitting on the kitchen table mm. while I that and that happened while I was sleeping. Wow. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot going on as well too. And Rochelle, how about uh, some of you more your more interesting story you had since uh, being involved with the Minnesota Spirit Hunters? So I'm not going to say the hotel, but we were in a hotel, and I walked into a room, and this lady was scaring everybody, and she's turning the lights on and off, and turn the water on in the bathroom. And then she got mad at me because she found out I could see her and hear her. So she came up and stuck her face in mine and she was half burnt, half normal. And I just told her she needed leave and she was just being mean. So she did that. And then we went to another level and there was another lady there that killed herself waiting for her fiance. And she was there and she was pregnant and she was waiting for him. And she looked at me and she's like, why is everything so different? Why are you dressed so weird? I said, well, this is this year. And she's like, so she didn't even know where she was and stuff. So I don't know if she fully crossed over or not that night but mm -hmm. at least she kind of knew where she was and what year it was finally mm -hmm. and do you guys also help uh spirits uh, cross on the other side that seems to be a rather um you know interesting point that people talk about it's like do you guys assist in a uh, spirit crossing to the other side we do, get we do. Uh, go ahead rochelle no go ahead marcus yeah, we do help um, spirits cross to the other side. We have one coming up at the beginning of May. Um, and we I was actually going to tell you about this. Our very first episode of Minnesota Spirit Hunters, we were helping, I'm not going to say any names, but we were helping a family member cross to the other side. 
and she's not on here, but our other medium T, she was there with us. And <clears throat> the most beautiful thing when a spirit crossover, you know, uh, just that was my first ever time seeing somebody crossover. And the minute that this said person crossed over into the light, you just you felt more relief and you felt like a beautiful presence and everything was more calm uh, because in the end, you know, they're not stuck in this place anymore. They're not in distress. They're not this and that, and they're where they need to be. So yes. Yeah. That is definitely one of our services. And how about some a little more tougher cases you guys were involved in? How did you manage to solve these tough, the tougher cases you were involved in? Ever, you guys can all join in too. So research probably the important thing yeah researching and you know making sure that you know you've got your equipment where it needs to be making sure that everything's charged well yeah but i mean like for helping in difficult cases researching and knowing who you're dealing with or having an idea of what you're going against okay and then rochelle um well this one wasn't with the group but um it's kind of like crossing them over only i had a, a gentleman he killed himself and Every time he'd, I'd see his picture, he would pop out at me and say, you know her, you know her, you got to go tell her. So after six months, I finally said, all right, I'll go tell her. And I just walked up to her and I said, well, you know, I kind of see things that aren't here, right? And she's like, yeah. I said, I got a message for you. And he says, I'm sorry. And I love you. And was something else exactly that he'd said to her. And she looked at me, she goes, oh my God, thank you. So she got closure. And I think that spirit finally crossed over because now when i see his picture he doesn't pop out at me anymore wow rather interesting and then matt were some of the more tougher cases you're involved in how'd you solve them um that's a really good question um you know i've been involved in a lot of investigations um we had one over in anoka minnesota where a person called us because her house was bugging her um you know certain rooms and everything now we went in for a walkthrough to see what we were dealing with and what we could do and uh the second that we left this walkthrough this house was no longer available to us because just our presence of being there was irritating for whatever was haunting this house um and that's happened quite a few times um uh, but to elaborate on what Kara said about research Research is a really good thing in the paranormal field. However, you have to be very careful not to share it in front of everybody, because if you share it in front of everybody, Rochelle's going to find out, and then her, uh, you know, what she validates for us is no longer valid from her ability, because, you know, she already read the research, and she's got clues from what's going on, and uh, the most difficult cases that we've been in, uh, the Boyd House, like Brandon was talking about, uh, was a 21-hour investigation. We were all tired. Yeah, it was a long one. We were tired. You know, we were out of energy and everything. Um, and in a paranormal investigation, you know, yes, you're going to get tired, but you want to try to be as alert as possible because if spirits or whatever sense a little bit of vulnerability, they're going to take advantage of that. So mm, that, that is a good point. I seem to uh, get that a lot where, you know, you, you can't uh, be tired all the time and everything. And, mm -hmm. and what separates you guys uh, from the rest of the, um, the, the paranormal hunters? Like you guys have something very unique to bring to the table. 
Well, the thing is, uh, what I think separates us from, uh, I wouldn't say everybody, but uh, one big thing that we all stand by is pair unity, which means in this field, we are all one big family. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we don't go against any other teams. We help other teams. We promote other teams, all of that. Um, Our investigation style may be a little different because guess what? Everybody's style is a little different. You know, uh, but the main thing in the field is um, if somebody is doing something that you're not doing, that's their style. Do your own thing, uh, because in the end, you know, you're going to have different results. You may get better results. You may get crappy results, whatever. But the point is, in the field, no matter what the results are, you're still having fun doing it and you're doing what you love. So be yourself in this field and you, and you know you'll have no problems hmm. i guarantee that's really interesting i seem to like that and uh where can we guys uh find you at and uh, how do people get a hold of you if they need some parallel no activity done yes absolutely so we are on facebook instagram twitch youtube um parapost network uh minnesota spirit hunters.org that's mn spirit hunters.org uh, phone number 320-438-0191. Um, we are on a ton of different platforms. We're expanding platforms. Uh, we can be emailed. We could be messaged. We're working on a brand new website. Uh, people will be able to contact us through our website once it's completed. Um, so yeah, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Twitch, all of those platforms plus email, phone, and once our website's complete, we can take requests through our website. We certainly would do so. That's coming up for the Minnesota Spare Hunters in 2022 and beyond. We'll find out just one minute and listen to the Mike Widener Show at the themikewidenershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Also brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Widener Show, international warring author, Mian Molson Zia Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We'll be back with the uh, group of Minnesota Spare Hunters after this timeout. We're back with the uh, the amazing team of the Minnesota Sparrow Hunters here on the Mike Widener Show. We have um, Marcus Wall, the leader. We have Brandon and Kara Troiber. And we also have um, Rochelle Waters as well, too. And uh, Gabrielle had to leave because of technical difficulties. And uh, love to have you guys back and give us updates. And um, what else can we expect from you guys in 2022 and beyond? This is a fun one. Um, anybody want to take it away before I do? <laughs> season this one, this one's going to be interesting season for me because I'm the one that does all the equipment and I've got to figure out how to do equipment in cemeteries pretty much for the whole entire season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, this is the season of cemeteries. Um, Mike, I have a promotional banner that I'd love to send to you for season two and I'll do that after the show. Uh, but this is our cemetery season and we are hitting almost... Uh, was it 12 13 stops within Minnesota and Wisconsin? Um, and we're going to be busy all year long. We are filming every month, we are uploading every month. Um, we constantly got content coming. Uh, amazing guests coming to the Minnesota Spirit Cast this year. Uh, bonus people, such well, I don't want to give it away because I want it all to be a surprise. <laughs> so, uh, but we got amazing guests, you know, we got some familiar faces coming, and yes, uh. By the end of 2022, I'm pretty sure everyone here is going to have a paranormal hangover because we have a lot of stuff going on. 
Oh, I'm so, getting a hangover already. I need someone to get the spirits <laughs> out of my head with this hangover. <laughs> <laughs> and, and who do you consider biggest influences in your careers? Take turns, guys. What do you guys go first? Our biggest influence? Yeah, I think biggest my influences biggest influence. in your careers. Okay. I, think, I think my biggest influence in this career is that Go, you know, I used to watch Ghost Hunters all the time with my mom and my dad, you know, when I was little. And, you know, that show has really stuck with me. And I've watched it, you know, throughout the years. And I think that's one of the really big, like, things that kind of turned me towards it even more. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And then, Rochelle, how about you? Well, mine kind of starts with my mom because she doesn't think she has anything, but. She started it when I was very little, and then my youngest son, me and him get together, and we are both mediums, and yeah, we just walk in, and we instantly just go, so it's been between my mom and my son. Hmm. And then, Kara, how about you? Um, Inspiration for, oh, good Lord, last minute questions. <laughs> um, I guess uh, family members that have passed, seeing if they're still around, or if they've moved on, and being able to help them if they haven't. Okay. And then, and then Marcus, how about you? Um, some people may um, disagree with me here, but my biggest influence in the paranormal field is Zach Beggins of Ghost Adventures. Um, hmm. I grew up watching Zach. I saw a lot of locations that I wanted to visit. And honestly, Minnesota Sphere Hunters is inspired by Zach himself. So uh, yes, he is one of my influences in this field. Okay. And what's the best advice you guys can give to anybody at this point? Be yourself. Um, you know, um, no provoking in an investigation because provoking um, can lead to a very dangerous situation in paranormal investigation. Um, but other than that, I can honestly say uh, investigate your own way. Do what makes you comfortable in the field and what you think will get you the best results um, and just be respectful to all the spirits, you know, uh, because in the end, the spirits, they are still people. Um, so we want to treat the spirits the way we want to be treated. That's a very good point. And Rochelle, what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? I would say be respectful when you walk in. You don't want to provoke or anger on them. But at the same time, if they're in your house and you don't want them there, you can ask them to leave. Don't be rude, but you can say, I'm sorry. You're no longer alive. This is my house. Will you please leave? And it, sometimes you don't even want to mention the alive part, but you can always ask, ask them to leave. They just got to be polite. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. And uh, Brandon and Cara, how about you guys? Not going to investigate anywhere by yourself. Because going by yourself, you can run into stuff that you don't want to run into just by yourself. Um, I've got two things that come to mind. One is... Um, Oh, good Lord. My brain just went blank. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, shoot. I had him in my head and I listened to him and then I lost it. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I mean, you can answer it later on as well, too. And I'm sure it'll come to mind here. Once again, uh, we got the Minnesota Sparrow Hunters. We got Marcus. We got Brandon, Kara, and um, 
Rochelle on the show. Guys, a very big thank you for your time. They've been absolutely terrific. Looking forward to having you again soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. We'd love to have you guys back. And um, once again, tell us about your upcoming projects. What's your website? How do people contact you? And where can people um, check out your services and also check out your shows? Yes. Um, so we are on YouTube as Minnesota Spear Hunters. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, TikTok, and we're also on Twitch. Um, so all kinds of social media platforms, new website underway. Um, so And we'll update everybody when that is uh, available to the public. Uh, but season two, Minnesota Spear Hunters, starting summer 2022. It is our cemetery season, so you're going to see a lot of public investigating um which is going to be super exciting and some big name guests on minnesota spearcast throughout the year as well we certainly will check that out guys a very big thank you for your time minnesota spear hunters you guys are terrific looking forward to having you again soon make sure you keep us up to date keep in touch we'll let happy back we wish you all the best you guys have a great future ahead of you right back yeah, thank you. you so much for having us man appreciate it